Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Week number four. We got a lot to talk about heading into week number four. All these guys you see on screen from Amon Ross St. Brown being out, JT being good to go. We'll go over all of that and more. Tua conversation. The Fantasy Football Show begins now. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Welcome to the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. We've got a lot to talk about. Amon Ross St. Brown is out for week number four, which is horrible news for people that expected him to maybe go. He was able to return to the game with the ankle in week three, but sometimes that makes things worse. Um, You also have swelling that kicks in later on. So he's trying to not push it and and make this thing a season-long, you know, struggle. And don't be shocked. I'm not saying he'll be out week five, but similar to DeAndre Swift, the the week six buy is placed in a, a unique spot for, you know, any injured player right now. If you're out week four, and you could potentially sit out week five, then get that extra week of rest. It wouldn't be crazy to think that the Lions would enter- entertain that if Amon Ross still hobbled in week number five. But hopefully that's not the case. Uh, this injury is bad for a couple reasons. Number one, Goff's value goes down. This impacts a lot of players. It also makes Jamal Williams maybe more utilized, but also could be more focused by defenses and it could hurt his yards per carry and efficiency, but maybe he gets more volume. But if you can't stretch the field and get near the goal line, ultimately, to me, that that's a negative. I don't look at things like this as a positive for like the running game, uh, but other people might. I, I, I think it, it would have been better to have Amon Ra out there stretching defenses and keeping defenses on us. So this will impact, in my opinion, Goff and Jamal Williams and the entire uh, Detroit Lions uh, offense. So bad news for, for Lions fans. So bad news for anybody that is rooting for the Lions on Sunday or if you have Amon Ra. On a positive note, JT will play in week number four. He's not even listed on the injury report anymore. So get JT out there. There was never really any big risk. He was missing week number four, but I wanted to get that out there. Keenan Allen ruled out for week number four. Not great for Herbert, really. Um, I think he'll be okay, but we want to see Herbert with all of his weaponry. But this is good news for Mike Williams owners, so... Um, he'll probably be force-fed in this game. Also, Gerald Everett could see an uptick in production. Similar to the Amon Raw being out situation, you could say this hurts Austin Eckler, but I think because Austin Eckler is so heavily involved in the PPR game, this could actually be the opposite, even though normally I don't love when a, a star wide receiver's out for the running back. He needs more volume. Uh, he needs to be focused on. This might be the kickstart that we needed the offense to to take part in to make sure that that he's overutilized, not underutilized. So this might do something in terms of making this offense and, and the staff look to how to force the ball into the, the hands of Austin Eckler. So this could actually work as the reverse of what we're talking about with uh, Amon Ross St. Brown being out. So I would say uptick 
unusual uptick for the running back in uh, Eckler. Uh, uptick for Mike Williams. And not uh, not really a huge hit to, to Justin Herbert, but certainly I'd rather have him have all of his weapons than not. But I think he'll have a bounce back game. He'll be a little bit healthier. Uh, check back on that. I'll, I'll definitely have an update on Herbert as the week progresses. Christian McCaffrey, questionable for Sunday's game. The last thing we heard that was like kind of concrete was that there's still hope, still hope that he could play. And when I, whenever your dad told you there's still hope you might get ice cream later, you knew that that probably was not going to happen. So that verbiage alone concerns me. Uh, and uh, it all it concerns me that he's already banged up again. And this is why a lot of people wanted to, like myself, avoid McCaffrey on draft day. I'm all about coming in and buying him low. And I still probably would if the price is right. But that's the way I operate. I don't go chasing guys that have been missing for two years with injury and uh, and drafting them high with draft with high draft capital. But I will swoop in and, and make a buy low trade. And I'm the, the, the temperature I'm getting on the text line, which again, I tell you guys is the best barometer and temperature of what I think the average person is thinking because I get hundreds and hundreds of messages about every half a day on this text line. And, and I can kind of get a sense of what everybody's thinking. Last night, I got panic message after panic message on Jamar Chase. So I can already tell you that Jamar Chase is the most easily had potential top 10 player overall that, that, that I think you'll, you'll see all year long. So we'll talk more about that uh, in another video because he'll be it'll be by low season for, on Jamar Chase for one week. And I'm going to attack that hardcore. And if you if you're done with Jamar, you're to, you're totally tired of him. You fall in the bucket of why I'm going to be able to make this video. So stay tuned for that. If you don't own Jamar Chase, it will be there will be a nice opportunity, a buy low opportunity coming. If you own him, I'm going to try and uh, calm the panic. But you might fall into the category of people that are forcing this situation into effect, which is the buy low season, uh, the overreaction of Jamar Chase through four weeks, even though he had a really good week one. We'll break all that down later. But as for Christian McCaffrey, there is a, a decent buy low window. But I also will emphasize that I wanted nothing to do with him on draft day at the high top five draft capital. And this is why. So there, there's a there's a reason to maybe own him. But there there wasn't really a great reason to draft him uh, super high because of this risk. We'll talk more about buying low on him. But I think for right now, unless you're getting an offer you can't refuse, an amazing offer, it's kind of tough to go after a guy that, that's probably going to sit week number four. I'll have more on this. If he plays week number four, then he'll, there, there'll be more reason to go get him. And I don't know that him playing week four will necessarily close any buy low opportunity because people will feel like, oh my God, I'm on borrowed time. He's going to actually barely play. I'll trade him away real quick. And I think there's a great opportunity to buy low. So we'll talk more about that in another video. Maybe we'll discuss Christian McCaffrey and we'll discuss Jamar Chase in terms of buy low and maybe a couple other players that you could buy low on. Questionable for Sunday, but not looking good. Looks like CMC won't be getting ice cream, in my opinion, on Sunday. But of course, that could change. I'll, I'll update you if it does change. And then we got Winston out for, or doubtful, for week number four. Dalton will play. This is what I was afraid of with Alave. We don't know what Alave's value is going to be at this point. Some people say, oh, no, Dalton's going to target him. We don't know. We don't know. Maybe they get him the ball no matter what, but this is certainly a concern for me. Taysom Hill's a pretty good value right now. If you need a tight end, and Taysom Hill was so disappointing coming off his one big week earlier, 
in the year. Everybody just cut him. They're like, oh, he's garbage. You know, he didn't produce. What That that happens. That knee jerk, I'm going to release you because I picked you up because you did good. Then you did absolutely nothing. It's like everybody just immediately cuts that player. And so Taysom's out there to be had. And if Winston's out, and it looks like he will be, they're going to lean on Taysom Hill a little bit. He might play some quarterback. Get ready for Taysom Hill. It's not a guarantee, but it is a sneaky good play in week number four. So make sure you get on top of that. This one right here, Monty. Monty is out. I don't mean to celebrate injury, so I want to make sure I'm very clear on that with, with what I'm about to, to do and say. Monty, we wish you well. But Monty is out for week number four, which means it's Khalil Herbert season. So get fire up, Khalil. Get him in your lineups. This guy's a top 10 running back in week number four and probably a top 10 running back go forward until Monty's back. Complicating situation. So get Khalil Herbert fired up. Get him on his horse and let's go. We got Gabe Davis uh, practice on Friday, trending toward playing. Um, Everything's going in the right direction, but he could have a setback. Make sure you check back with me. James Conner removed from the injury report. That means he will probably be playing week number four. Good sell-high candidate, to be honest, but um, he's also a decent hold as well. Dalton Schultz questionable for week four, but we're hearing from Jerry Jones and other sources that he could be, he should be playing week number four, but again, setbacks happen. That is the update from the Fantasy Football Show News Desk. From the FantasyFootballShow.com News Desk, here is your breaking news. 